This is not a military takeover. Stand by for action. Anything can happen in the next hour. It's Friday, it's 11 o'clock, and it's time for the Paranoid Squirrel Rock Show with your host, Armitage.
Greetings fellow Acreona. Getting things underway this week were The Wanderers, who featured from Sham69, Dave Parsons, Dave Tregana and Ricky Goldstein. And on vocals, the one and only Stiff Baiters, formerly with The Dead Boys and Fanfare for 1984, Forward Stroke, No Dreams. But you knew that already. It seems the uh, 2000 Captain Noise CD version is no longer available with the original Polydial vinyl uh, going anywhere from like 35 quid to 50 on Discogs. However, last year, Gutterwall Records repressed said album on various coloured vinyl, adding an extra track in the shape and form of They Made Me a Criminal on top of the Captain Oi bonus of Beyond the Law. So it's not all financially lost. As mentioned on last week's show, today's has been pre-recorded because as you listen in live, Rock Radio UK listeners, I'm trying to catch the 11.37 train home after seeing TV Smith and Richard Strange performing individually and together at the 100 Club. Of course, I'll be talking all about that and yesterday's Middle Nightmen Underworld gig next week, along with tomorrow's City Kids up at the Hope and Anchor. Wednesday's trip down to see the professionals in Royal Tunbridge Wells. Yeah, you'll get to hear all about that later on in the show. As you know, because I do frequently mention it, I listen to Henry Rowland's KCLW radio show. Well, Mr. Rowland's is bringing his spoken word, good to see you too, to dear old Blighty in February next year for 11 dates. If you scoot over to henryrowlands.com, you'll be able to see the full itinerary. If you've never seen a Henry Rowland's spoken word gig, I highly and strongly recommend that you do. I think this will be my fourth. Right, let's get straight into this week's Covers Corner. And the Rollins Band take on the Pink Fairies, do it. Go it! 
still with Henry Rollins in an interconnected way whilst I was going through my musical library to find the Just Heard. Do it, I rediscovered the Rise Above 24 Black Flag songs to benefit the West Memphis 3 album. An album that I've not played in full for ages. One track caught my eye over and above the other 23, making me sigh out loud. The track in question is Thirsty and Miserable by Lemmy. on the West Memphis 3 CD and the Lemmy Damage Case 2 CD set from 2006. But uh, more importantly, when are we ever going to hear Lemmy's solo album that, from what I can gather, was finished years before his death that includes his version of the Damned's Neat 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 with the Damned playing on it and the two songs co-written with them.
off this week's covers corner was Iggy Pop and Matt Sweeney and their version of the Velvet Underground and Nico's European Sun. Yeah. 
Tools, that was the Michael Monroe Band and One Foot Out of the Grave, taken from 2017's compilation album, accurately called The Best. Sadly, the tours to promote the band's last album, One Man Gang, that came out in October 2019, never got off the ground due to the COVID pandemic. Such a shame, as it's a great record that hopefully won't get overlooked. I know once Rich Jones has finished his touring stint with the professionals, he'll be meeting up with the rest of the Monroe band to start recording their new album. But part of me hoped that in the interim, One Man Gang gets repackaged, you know, with some demos or a live track as a prelude to the new album and to get it back out there into people's consciousness. I did mention this to Rich, who told me it was briefly discussed, but unfortunately didn't get taken any further. Talking of Rich Jones, as previously mentioned, I popped down, along with the squirrel, to Royal Tunbridge Wells to see the professionals play the forum. The visit was tinged with a sense of sadness as previous trips I would have paid a visit uh, to my late sister who used to live there. Fortunately, the lure of good music with the latest episode of Steve Vincent's Mystery City as the driving soundtrack kept my mind from dwelling on what should have been. Supporting the professionals on this tour are the Desperate Measures. Now, I have been aware of the Desperate Measures for a number of years, but uh, thought the band, which is the Vanity Project... For Vive La Rock head honcho Eugene Butcher, who is the lead vocalist. I've seen them live a couple of times. Now, let me rephrase that. I've been in the same venue as them as they've played, but I've not taken any real notice. However, I thought I'd better purchase their latest re- uh, release. That'll be the Rinsed EP if I was going to go and see them, you know, up close and personal. Well, unlike some people who don't fact check and then refuse to admit they are wrong, I was so wider than Mark. As soon as the opening track of Scars and Memories, that just so happens to be the band's next single, came into contact with the laser on my CD, yeah, I was hooked. I mean, to be fair, guitarist Gaff and bassist Ricky Maguire are no slouches, both playing in Rich Raggedy and the Digressions, but this EP hasn't strayed too far from my portable music player over the last few days. But enough of the studio output for now as it is live that needs your attention. Obviously, great swathes, if not all, of Rinsed is aired, apart from their cover of No Lip For, you know, understandable reasons. Tracks are lifted from their self-released The Good, The Bad and The Ugly compilation CD that was available from the merch desk and the now-only-to-be-found-on-streaming-services album Broken Bottles for 1984. And we were even treated to a brand-new song in the shape and form of Pocket. Maybe after 40 years, the band are finally coming of age. For your listening pleasure and consideration, this is Scars and Memories.
made it clear previously that I wrote Steve Jones and Paul Cook's post Sex Pistols band over and above the one that gave them infamy. Snafu is the first full length album not to feature Steve as Covid put pay to him going into the studio. However, on the strength of the three EPs that came out at the beginning of 2020, which like the Michael Monroe album, the band were unable to capitalise on live, it was obvious they weren't reliant on one particular musician. As proven, with the likes of the departing Chris McCormack, along with Chris Catalyst, Billy Duffy and Phil Colin guesting on said new album. Live, the aforementioned Chris Catalyst was the band's touring guitarist for the handful of August dates, with him rejoining the band for their Leeds gig on the 26th as the third guitarist. But, as previously mentioned, it's Rich Jones who's treading the boards for this October UK tour. Of course, the band dip in and out of their back catalogue like a pick pocket, but sadly, nothing from the aforementioned three EPs, with the bulk of the material from, obviously, I didn't see it coming, What in the World and Snafu, distributed pretty much evenly with the Paul Cook pen silly thing, the only nod to the Pistols past, and even though technically it was an embryonic professionals who recorded it. The new songs flow easily into classic Steve Jones era ones, and to prove a point, when Rewind was playing, it sounded like it should have been on I Didn't See It Coming. If you haven't purchased tickets to see the professionals yet, umming and ahhing, yeah, I strongly recommend that you do. I mean, in Nottingham, the hit priests are opening.
easily led by the professionals from Snafu. Staying with all things interconnectedness, Grand Theft Audio, who originally sported Chris McCormack, are all set to release their new single, here I go, pronouncing things wrong, Ich Mon Decree, on the 5th of November. As the title suggests, it's sung in French and is bonkers. Well, I'd expect nothing less. From the pen of vocalist, guitarist and now bassist, Jay Butler, who is aided and abetted by Wild Heart Sticksman, Rich Battersby, who uh, also had the job of producing said song. I shall read part of what the song is about from the press release. A high-calorie, full-cream slice of hook-laden French punk pop. The song was inspired by a character met during Jay's time living on a farm in France. The song is a pig Latin French regurgitation of the bizarre and sometimes hilarious manifesto for living as expounded by the local villain. He would often appear unannounced at Jay's house, almost paralytic drunk, where he would stake his historic claim to the property, property, properly, to his property. He believed one of his relatives had once worked on the farm and so in a strange pissed pseudo-collectivism to his mind made him part owner. Standing astride the muck heap, he would hold forth, pointing to the ground. Listen here, here is my decree. I am a man of taste, but I hate the hunt. Despite being an ex-convent, I have never paid for sex. I am a man, I am a man of principle. I'm breaking these teeth in for a horse. If only you would take the chance and love me. Jay became strangely fond of the villain and often ended up further fueling the nonsensical debate with more cheap red wine and strong fags as they traded ever increasingly bizarre assertions into the night before leaving each other none the wiser. Ick mon decree is an ad endum to that conversation. <sighs>
Still staying with the interconnectedness, James Sullivan, originally guitarist in the role models, but now in the equally as excellent more kicks and suspect parts, has just released a second track from his up-and-coming debut solo album, Light Years. That is also out on the 5th of November. The single in question is You Kept My Heart Alive that sounds remarkably like this.
this is Toya Wilcox and you're listening to Armitage on the Paranoid Squirrel Rock Show. And it would be a mystery if you listen to anything else. Get out there and rock! James Sullivan and you kept my heart alive you heard because I played 101 damn nations by Scarlet Party right before we run out of time it's D&D Philpott's Grammar Free in the UK featuring this week Dave Parsons 
from Sham 69. Grammar free in the UK. The lockdown letters. Bonkers correspondence. To and from UK. Punk artists during 2020. Dear Sham69, I am pleased to hear of your planned social evening. I do sincerely hope that during the current CV lockdown crisis, you are actually not entering the licensed premises itself, but are instead going down the pub garden. Unfortunately, I fear that Harry is offering you a hot beverage as a diversionary tactic, possibly to distract from his not being united with, but divided from the other kids. Furthermore, it was always wise to tell the children when they were old enough to imbibe alcohol to line the stomach with milk prior to excessive consumption. Your indigestion tempting demand that he finish up his grub and your abrupt refusal of a cup of tea are sure indicators that the outing will end in tears. All in all, my just shy of 70 counterfeit friends, I suspect that you have an ulterior motive for goading the young lad into accompanying you on a night out. It could well result in a Sunday morning nightmare. I would be grateful if you would be a better man than I and tell us the truth. Yours, Dee Philpot. Dear Mr Philpot, thank you for your letter and uh, obvious if somewhat bizarrely confused concern Reading it, it kind of left me thinking that you yourself may be on something a little stronger than the old juice. However, I'll do my best to try and clarify things for you and uh, maybe put your mind to rest. Firstly, <clears throat> as the old lockdown rules seem to be changing every five minutes, it's unclear even to myself at the moment as to the whereabouts of our planned beverage. But I assure you it will take place and uh, given my love of gardening, if necessary, the pub garden would seem as good a place as any other. <clears throat> Harry's a lovable character, and despite his wayward nature and uh, love of a good cup of tea, always ends up enjoying his visits to the pub. And despite your fears, he's often very good at uniting people. For some reason, they like to come up and touch him. Also, there's never been any worry of a Sunday morning nightmare. Not for him, anyway. The worst nightmare I ever had with him was when he crept in the middle of the pub floor. Now I come to think about it, I'm becoming more and more confused myself as to where you're actually coming from. Or even where your head's at. Are you talking about the songs or have you kind of fallen into some kind of strange soup of all these songs mixed together, causing some kind of hallucinogenic type stroke different reality? God, this is getting weird. Anyway, looking at your closing statement, tell us the truth. This is all very well, but as we all know, truth is often stranger than fiction. I think in this situation it may be helpful if you understand a bit more about the songwriting process. For instance, uh, often someone will think a song was written about themselves or someone they know, when in reality it's usually an amalgamation of different people and situations, some true and some just plucked out of the ether and all rolled into one person, stroke situation. So with that in mind, I can now reveal to you exactly who Harry was. He belonged to my singer and co-writer Jimmy, and he was in fact a long-haired English sheepdog. <laughs> I have to say, 
This has been uh, one of the strangest letters I've ever had to reply to. So um, I hope you now feel this concludes our little questions and answers session. Um, I really do need a drink now. Cheers, Dave. Grammar Free in the UK by D&D Philpott is available from www.coshboy.com forward stroke shop forward stroke 119 forward stroke or from your favourite independent book or record shop. Right, as we career towards the end of this week's show, I have one more song to finish off this spate, if not run, of all things interconnectedness, admittedly. I couldn't find anything for Scarlet Party. Uh, Pink Floyd Connection, yes, but nothing to connect the thread running through everything from one foot out of the grave until now, which is Ginger Wildheart. And yes, there is a Sham 69 connection in the shape and form of current Sham drummer Robin Guy. This, of course, leads us nicely to the news that Ginger today at 5.55pm via Round Records released his brand new solo album, Love in the Age of Cholera. I'm sure you've all been over it like a rash, downloading and purchasing left, right and centre. But in, just in case you haven't yet, I'm going to air a track from it called Vanity that features on bass from the Muffs, Ronnie, and was in actual fact the song that birthed 21st century love songs. So enjoy, which I know you will.
that's your lot for this week. Next time, I hope to be playing and talking about last night's middle night men gig at the Underworld, this evening's TV Smith and Richard Strange 100 Club gig, and tomorrow's City Kids Suicide Notes and Seven Days and Doesn't Die Doodah at the Home and Anchor. Until next week, take it easy. This episode of the Paranoid Squirrel Rock Show was produced by Bart and Stacey, engineered by Fenny Bridges, and was hosted by Armitage Schmidt, and was a Watts' Lodge production. Mm-hmm.